is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Start or Sit for the AFC home games. Plus, we're going to throw in Sunday Night Football. Patriots at the Lions. We got a somewhat bold prediction about that game. Looking forward to talking about it. Welcome everybody to the Thursday edition. It's November, it's September 20th. And I am Adam Azer with Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Good morning, fellas. Yo, what Hi. up? Not much. Oh, the Google Assistant is up. All season long, CBS Sports is delivering the best fantasy football advice directly through the Google Assistant. You'll be able to compare players, get insights into who to start, who to sit, add, and drop. And we're going to turn to Jamie, Dave, and Heath to find out how this works later in the show. That's the Google Assistant. Uh, we talked buy low, sell high yesterday. How about we do buy high today? So this is a player who's off to a good start. Maybe the fantasy owners aren't quite buying it, and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to sell high. But no, actually, it's a buy high. Who are we talking about? Somebody give me a buy high candidate. Michael Thomas. <laughs> so you, you'd you have to give up something Odell very, Beckham. very good to get him. Odell Beckham. You'd give, are you saying Odell is a buy high or Odell? I'm saying I would give up Odell Beckham to get Michael Thomas. I would too. I would give up DeAndre Hopkins. Who is going to trade you Odell Beckham straight up for Michael Thomas? Well, I'm to saying, take Odell Beckham. A Giants fan? Maybe somebody who owns a Beckham jersey? Maybe somebody who... No, I'd, uh, rather have I'd rather have Michael Thomas. Wouldn't you rather... But what if it's Odell Beckham and a running back? You don't do it. For Michael Thomas? Uh, Depends on who the running back is. Well, I think, sure. I think Todd Gurley way... and Odell Beckham for Michael Thomas. <laughs> no, I will not do that. Okay, what if it were Odell Beckham and Matt Breida for Michael Thomas? Because Breida... I, I, think, think, I think that's... I, would, I think that's more than enough for Michael Thomas. Yeah, but is it too much? Because I think Brita is a buy high, you know? That would be my guy. Oh, sorry, J- Jamie, who's a buy high? <laughs> Matt Brita. I tried to get Matt Brita yesterday, but Kaiser, who we work with, he... Oh, I have a good trade story for you. He was giving me the most he, insane Kaiser offers. He lived this story. He, he, he really was, tried to trade Josh Gordon when you don't have Josh Gordon? Well, he, okay, so he's trying to make trade offers with me, and he said somebody and Gordon for his two players. I'm like, this must be my Josh Gordon league. He met Melvin Gordon. He was giving me the most insulting trade offers. I hope you're listening, Kaiser. I said to you, I said to him, you are giving me Azer offers. Like, don't do that. That is insulting. That's uh, not the story we that's heard. That's not the way we all. heard it. We heard that Should we you, go get Mike? Yeah, I think we no, should. No, no, right no. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here? No. Um, I, I think, uh, from what, what we were told was that you said, I'll give you Gordon for, um, I don't know who you were trying to get. I was trying to get. Oh, Frida, maybe. Yeah. And he said, sure. Oh no, Ajayi! Ajayi! I said, how about Gordon straight up for Ajayi? He said, yeah, let's do it. I was like, okay, so I go to the league, I go to make the trade. I'm like, wait a second, I have Melvin Gordon. Right, so (laughs) whose fault is that? That's yours. that part was my fault, but he <laughs> offered me such a ridiculous trade that I thought he must have meant Josh Gordon because there's no way I would have given up Melvin Gordon. Anyway, Matt Breida's a uh, buy high for Jamie. You want to expand on that? I mean, go back uh, several months with Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is what I was expecting McKinnon to do. Not clearly lead the NFL in rushing through two weeks, but take advantage of good matchups like we saw last week against Detroit. So. This is Kyle Shanahan's offense. Going to get good production out of their running backs. And Brita is better than Alfred Morris. We told you that when McKinnon went down. So um, I think there's going to be very good production moving forward. And if you can get him, even though he is leading the NFL in rushing, which is a surprise, pay for it. He's going to be awesome this week too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, will he outcarry Alfred Morris? Because he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, I mean, look, he's still working his way back from that shoulder injury. I think he's fine now. Uh, they're they're both going to split split touches, but in the passing game, which I think is going to be really important for him this week, uh, Breida is definitely the guy. Okay, um, and Heath says Michael Thomas, and Dave says, how about a guy that you can buy high on and not have to spend a ton to get? That is that a buy high? I was told it was, so I'm going <laughs> with it. Marshawn Lynch. That's a buy high. That's a that's a buy, that's a buy cheap. He's giving you double-digit fantasy production two straight games. Absolutely, it's a buy. I think he's going to make it third in a row. I went to the source. I went to the source on this one because I asked him, what what, what do you mean by buy high? He told me what it meant. I said, is Marshawn Lynch a buy high? He said, yes, that's interesting. Let's go with him. So I'm saying Marshawn Lynch. And he's not going to cost you what Matt Breida will cost you, 
or what Michael Thomas. You, you're going to need like ten Marshawn Lynches. I'm buying to get, to get Michael Thomas. I but would if trade you, Michael Thomas or ten Marshawn Lynches for Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I'm telling you is that if you need a running back and you want one who's doing well and will continue to do well, will he? I think so. His schedule is nice moving forward. He's already had to leave games twice. He's going to be okay. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is someone you can get you. <laughs> no, I mean this is I think it's interesting because people don't really want Marshawn Lynch, but he has in not I don't know how much I want him in PPR. He has two catches in both games, two against the Rams, two against the Broncos, but in non PPR, maybe even half PPR. In non PPR he's what did I say, Dave? Ten straight games with uh something like that. Seven with or more seven. fantasy points. Which he's got a, I mean like a high seven floor. isn't really that good. No, but it's a high floor. And that's yeah. you know, he's gonna get a lot of carries. So thank you. Thank you, David. Absolutely a buy-high candidate. Certainly not a buy-low. He's got 22 fantasy points in two weeks. Uh, CBS All Access is your way to watch the your local CBS game on your mobile device. Go to cbs.com uh, slash NFL. That's cbs.com slash NFL and get a free trial and start watching CBS All Access right now. That's how I watch the CBS games. Put them on my laptop on Sundays. It's an, it's an excellent uh Excellent way to watch more football. And we don't read a ton of emails, I guess, during the week. I try. I try to answer them in the inbox as well. But we get somewhere between 50 and 100 every day. So um, uh, we got a Saturday mailbag. And make sure you listen to that. And we do some DFS. We're going to have Mike McClure from Sportsline on to give you some uh, DFS tips on the Saturday mailbag. All right. The rankings are very different for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Will he be Fitzmagic or will he be Fitzcraptrick this week? Well, that was terrible. <laughs> but that was Fitzcraptic. I could, you know, I like to have fun titles to segments. What do you think? So uh, the, the rankings be, go everywhere from eighth, eighth to Dave to sixteenth to Heath, and Jamie's in the middle. Uh no, I'm moving to seventh. Really? Yep. Oh, then Jamie's the high guy. I I think he's going to take advantage of the Steelers' defense. Joe Hayden expected to play. I think that's worth. And. Some this a little bit of this is probably just uh, think as opposed to uh, project, but the Steelers have a uh, a history of when it's really really uh, dramatic, they, mm-hmm. they respond. And I think Joe Hayden being back does make a big difference. And mo- most importantly, there is going to be a week in the very near future where the spell is broken. That see, could be week four. See, here's 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 what I did. I was just on a radio show this morning, and I was getting peppered with Fitzpatrick. Me questions. too. Fitzpatrick Me too. or Rogers? Fitzpatrick or Watson? And the only thing I could say is he's going to turn into Ryan Fitzpatrick again. He's yep. going to turn into Ryan Fitzpatrick again, and that's not a reason. Nope. And and I agree with you. I think the Steelers, wounded duck, all the things going around with them, they they find a way to win the game. But do they find a way to win it defensively? Do they find a way to win it by slowing down Tampa Bay's offense? Do they find a way to keep Fitzpatrick from having 302 as opposed to 404? So, yes, he's going to come down. Absolutely. It's it's insane to think that he's going to keep this up. But with how he's playing, with how this game should go, I still think he's capable of being a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Now, as, as the answer I gave on the radio show, I'll say the same thing here. And I'm sure you agree, Heath, because you project every game. It's, it's a fantasy point or two between the guy at seven and the guy at 20. You know, it's, it's, that's how good quarterback play is right now. Yep. So if you, if you like player X over Fitzpatrick, quarterback X over Fitzpatrick, you absolutely start that guy over Fitzpatrick. But I think it's just, it's hard to overlook. You know, we can't just sit here and say, Oh, Mahomes is playing great. He's going to keep it up. Great matchup. And not say the same thing about Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. so Heath, you're the low guy. You have him 16th still, and, I hope. And I, another yeah. point to this is saying somebody is number 16 at quarterback is not saying they're going to be bad. Right. I would still start him over Phillip Rivers. I would still, I would start him over Russell Wilson. I would too. Um, I would not, and this, you want to talk about something crazy. I'm the high guy on Carson Wentz. I would not start him over Carson Wentz. Wow. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Carson Wentz's his first game against live competition since he got hurt. Um, I, I can't do that. Fitzpatrick is in the middle of a perfect storm right now. As soon as one of the things that has been a great factor for him goes away, whether it's a receiver getting hurt, a lineman getting hurt, the running game coming to life in Tampa Bay, don't laugh, it might happen. Um, until one of those things happen, he's going to continue to be in this position 
to put up ridiculous numbers. He's throwing to the best receiving core he's ever thrown to in his life. So would you start Rod- Rodgers or Fitzpatrick? I, I'm still going to take Rodgers ahead of Fitzpatrick, but they're both top eight fantasy quarterbacks. I'm expecting them to get you in the neighborhood of 25 to 30. Okay. All right. So uh Fitzpatrick, now seventh for Jamie, eighth for Dave, and 16th for Heath. But kind of like what we said last week about Cousins, that doesn't mean Heath doesn't like him. It's a deep, deep position. And uh will you be playing Ryan Fitzpatrick on FanDuel this week? Make sure you nope. join our content. No, Heath? No. Nope. What's his pricing? Well, it's a single game slate. It's a Monday night. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I actually did look at the... uh Full full week three slate because I wanted to know the pricing for Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Wondering if there was a discount on Antonio Brown. There is not. He is the second most expensive this week. Uh, and I still think he might be worth playing because I, I, I think he's going to go off. Do we all think Antonio Brown's going to go off? Of yes. course. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to be good. Yes. He might be worth it. Uh, number one this week is uh, Michael Thomas. Juju Smith-Schuster is the 13th most expensive wide receiver on FanDuel. But if you want to compete against us, take our money. It's a $5 entry. Go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash FFT. You also get a $20 bonus when you make your first deposit. But you have to go through... FanDuel.com slash FFT to do that. So make your first deposit there. Get a $20 bonus. There are big contests, small contests, a lot of money, little money. Play against your friends. Play against total strangers. Whatever you want to do. A ton of things you can do. You can play the, the Monday night, Thursday night slate. Like, you can do everything on FanDuel. It's so much fun. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Also, no kickers. They have flexes now. So that's cool. FanDuel.com slash FFT. And if you do want to do the single game slate, they have it's an MVP slot. So you get a point and a half bonus for one player. So like last week, I thought that uh, Joe Mixon would be that guy. Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought the kickers would be that guy. So uh, I played, I played Justin Tucker in one and, uh, I played AJ Green, but I wish I had him in the MVP spot. Ah. Yeah. And you can play kickers, but you don't have to. So there's something for everyone. Injuries, news and notes. All right, Aaron Rodgers is concerned his knee will get worse. Yesterday I asked Heath, should we sell high on the Packers passing game? And you, you said no, right? I read that article. That was a situation where the headline and the article didn't exactly match up. I, I agree. Like Rodgers said the word concern, but I don't think I he I think the reporter it. said the word concerned. And he's like, are you concerned to get worse? He's like, well, I mean, yeah, you just hope it goes the other way right. and gets better. Right. Right. So, but that being said, I mean, like, Jamie's got him fourth, Dave has him sixth this week, Heath has him second. I feel like if he, if the knee were not a concern at all, he might be second this week for everyone. You know, because he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> There's got to be some concern here. Yes, that's why people are asking Fitzpatrick or Rodgers. I mean, in, in, in no matter what scenario of Fitzpatrick playing great, you would never consider him over Rodgers. But on one leg and with somebody else playing fantastic in a great matchup, these are things you consider. Now, I think we'll all tell you, based on our rankings— you're playing Aaron Rodgers because the last thing you want to do is have the Fitzpatrick game where it goes the other way, and Rodgers does what Rodgers does. But uh, I don't think it's a bad situation to sell high on him. Uh, what are you going to get? It's the same thing that you would sell high with Mahomes. Any quarterback that you could trade for a starting running back or starting receiver, oh sure, and you still have that ability to find a replaceable quarterback. Fitzpatrick's still on waivers in a lot of leagues. You could trade for whoever that guy is starting over. Like, if you can get a starting running back or starting receiver and then make a smaller trade to get, let's say, Stafford or Ryan or guys that are still going to be top 12-ish, you absolutely do that. It's really more just taking advantage of the idiot morons in your league that will overpay for a quarterback. Right. Those are probably the same people that drafted a quarterback earlier than you would have. Sure, or, you know, they're just not happy with Stafford or Ryan or, you know, whoever. Luck. Luck, right. You know, anybody, you know, not sold on Wentz or whatever the case may be. Russell Marcus Mariota still feeling tingling in his arm, and uh, we're not going to start him anyway at Jacksonville. All right, so I want to do these news and notes quickly. Just tell me if you expect them to play as of right now. Leonard Fournette was limited in practice. Yes. Think we're play? expecting him to play? Yes, right. absolutely. That's great. LeSean McCoy. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. starting him. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Yes. 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 Jay Ajayi, Darren Sproles. No. Maybe and no. Okay. We'll see on Ajayi. Uh, Corey Clement would be a, a very good amazing. start. Amazing. He would start. be amazing. Marlon Mack. Um, Why yeah. would you, yeah. would you start him even if he was healthy? Even if he wasn't on the injury report? I wouldn't no. want to, but no. No. Uh, tight ends, Jack Doyle. Yes. Alright, wide receivers. 
Josh Gordon. Starting to look that way. Yes, but probably not a big role. Antonio Brown was disciplined by Mike Tomlin, but he's fine. Julio Jones. Yes. Any concerns about it? Is it going to be another year where Julio Jones is playing hurt? No. If he's taking Wednesdays off, then that's not a big deal. Let's see if he – is he going to be limited on Thursday or full on Thursday and certainly by Friday. Uh, for now, I'm not concerned at and, all. And he's been awesome when he's been hurt. So, uh, Larry Fitzgerald is expected to play. T.Y. Hilton, do you expect him to play? Yes. Yep. yep. Alshon Jeffrey. No. 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 Devontae Parker is expected to play this week. What about Marquise Goodwin? Well, he's expected to be healthy. No, they, Parker. I read today that they expect to play him. Start him. Okay. Um, I don't know where he's, I read he's that. He's in the, he's in the same boat as Marlon Mack. Yeah, 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 but I don't know how it maybe would affect other receivers because Brian Tannehill is really evenly distributing the football right now. I don't know that we need another receiver in there mucking it up. Uh, what about Marquise Goodwin? He's getting better, but no. Okay. Offensive line, and that's interesting because Jimmy Garoppolo, we're going to preview that game today, but he's lower than I thought, but it really must be, it has to have something to do with Goodwin, right? He well, have, he's not been good so far. Well, he hasn't thrown the ball that much. He's going to have to this week. Yeah, he was pretty good on a per-throw basis last week. I think he threw 26 passes. Um, yeah, double that this week. Hopefully. All right, offensive line. Uh, what's the big news out indefinitely? Denver could be without uh, Jared Veldier. Tennessee could be without left tackle Taylor Lewan. Oh, no, well, he's limited in practice. He might come back this week. Pittsburgh might be without David DeCrasher again. And Pat Fline, center for Minnesota, he practiced. What, is there a big impact offensive line story here? The biggest one is probably the one in Cincinnati with Price not there because his replacement isn't very good, and that would hurt Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, he's out. On, on his carries. Yeah. Okay, but we still like Gio a lot, right? Mustard. No, number two fantasy running back. Number one. No. Yeah. Top ten. There are some pretty big defensive injuries this week. Uh, Miami safety Rashad Jones has a shoulder injury. Green Bay cornerback Kevin King unlikely to play. Darius Slay, this might be the biggest one. He has a concussion. He might not play against the Patriots. And the Patriots themselves are going to be limping without Patrick Chung and Trey Flowers, a safety and a defensive end. Uh, Is Flowers definitely out? No. No. Um, but they're both still in the protocol. Mm-hmm. Baltimore will likely be without C.J. Mosley. Sean Lee did not practice. He's expected to play, but I thought he practiced by now. Uh, that could be big. Joe Hayden likely to play. Bobby Wagner expected back. KJ right now. Like, there are actually a lot of really big ones. Eli Apple, uh, we actually saw on Sunday night's game how much worse they are without him. He's probably not going to play. No Olivier Vernon either. No Olivier Vernon most likely. Jadeveon Clowney. And no, no, uh, Connor Barwin. Oh really? Pass, they have one sack through two games, lowest in the league. Yeah. And their two best, feasibly their two best pass rushers could miss the game against Houston. Um, Carolina could be without two starters in the secondary. Eric Berry still seems unlikely to play, and Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones mispracticed. So, a lot here actually. Maybe we can talk about it as we preview the games. Um, I don't know. Kevin King is pretty interesting because the Packers secondary was really bad without him yep. last year. Yes, they were bad without him last week. Okay, so I had some emails in here. Not going to get to them right now. Uh, we'll try to get to them later on in the show, but I want to make sure that we uh, get to the games. So before we get to the games, I need to have a little debate with you, and it's going to be a Google Assistant-inspired debate. I hope you've been using the Google Assistant. We can't answer all of your fantasy questions, unfortunately, via email and tweet, but the Google Assistant can. When you need some extra help, like I did last week, I needed a quarterback, so I asked the Google Assistant, uh, I said, hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports on the Google Assistant app, and I got my answer and my lineup decision. So make sure you download the Google Assistant on the App Store or the Play Store. Today's debate is an interesting one. David Johnson versus Giova- Giovanni Bernard. All right, dudes, who do you got, David Johnson or Gio? Uh, Johnson? Gio. Gio. Oh, my goodness. Debate, Dave, tell me why David Johnson over Gio. You know, Johnson has been bad the first two weeks of the season. I like that he's at home again, and he's taking on a Bears defense that played on Monday night. They're going to be on the road. And they, the coaches have talked up Johnson, saying we've got to get him more involved in the slot. Of course they have to do it. I think you're going to see his workload rise, and I think he'll be effective in this game. And you know what his upside is. He's got a 100-yard, one touchdown upside, 150-yard total with the score, and I think he can get you there. I don't think Gio can get you anywhere close to that, not without getting a ton of work, and I think Johnson's going to get it. Fellas? 
Uh, Giovanni Bernard, week 15, 2017, 168 total yards and a touchdown. How many carries? 23. How many catches? Seven. So 30 touches in the game. 30 touches Who in the game. Who did he play against? That, that was against the Lions. Okay. And how was their defense? That is the worst run Probably defense giving in the world. up about five yards per carry. Okay. Like so Panthers if he was playing so the Lions this week, then maybe I'd agree with you. The Panthers have not been a good defense yet. And they are still not kind of beat up. They're getting Thomas Davis back, right? No, he's got two more games. Oh, two more he's games. got two more games. Oh, but Billy games. Price, like we mentioned, isn't going to play for Cincinnati. The great thing about Gio is he is game script independent. It does not matter if they're winning or they're losing. He's getting touches. He's had 20 touches eight times in his career. He's been double-digit fanny points every single time. And non-PPR, he'll probably score 20 in PPR this week. L- logically, it should be David Johnson because he is the better player. But you have to sort of throw logic out of the window here when you look at the Cardinals and how they've been operating because they're just a mess. And so the coordinator is a mess. The play calling is a mess. The quarterback is a mess. The offensive line is a mess. And, yes, the Bears may be tired playing on the road after a Monday night game. Totally agree with you. But that is a great defense from what we've seen so far through two games, especially against the run. So I can't buy into David Johnson as a automatic. He's a top three, top five guy. It just has not been – there's there's two games worth of evidence to suggest that right now – they're not using him the right way. Will right. they? Maybe. Should right. they? Hopefully. You know what Giovanni Bernard's going to give you because he's replacing Joe Mixon. So I will take that in that situation over what David Johnson will hopefully do. All right. It's let's settle cute. it. Let's too settle cute. it. Now we got to ask the, uh, the Google assistant here. So I'm going to get the Google assistant app out. Say, Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Hi, this is CBS Sports and we are using our fantasy football computer projections and expert rankings to answer your start, sit or add, drop questions. Ask a question like, should I add Austin Eckler or should I drop Philip Rivers? You can also ask us to choose between two players. Should I start Giovanni Bernard or David Johnson? David Johnson is projected for more fantasy points than Giovanni Bernard. Oh. David Johnson is also projected for more fantasy points in PPR leagues. What else would you like to know? How you feeling, Dave? Google Assistant gives you the win. The Google Assistant didn't give me the win. We'll find out the win on Sunday okay, when fine. David Johnson has more fantasy points than Giovanni Bernard. There you go. All That's right, so I'll have the, win. the Google Assistant has spoken, and David Johnson it is. It says start your su- your studs, everybody, and I, I love the Google Assistant. Very fun, very helpful. Give it a shot. And make sure you download the Google Assistant app or use Google Assistant on Android all season long by asking, hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. We will tackle a key fantasy question every week. You can submit your question via fantasy football at cbsi.com. Or if you want your question answered next week live on HQ, tweet at CBS Fantasy on Twitter. Oh, you know, I said that we were going to preview the games, but it's time first for everybody's favorite segment, the Fantasy Regulators. And I really wanted Dave to have one regulator segment because we haven't heard from you in a while on a regulator show, Dave. Well, thank you. Are you not going to do it? What do you want me to do exactly? That's all right. Forget it. Regulators. Regulators! Mount up. All right. This is Chuck from Chicago. I bid on John Brown on Tuesday night, and upon waking up this morning, I saw it went through for $61. I intended to place (laughs) only $6 on John Brown and had a typo when the one did not delete. After the waivers passed, I would have still ended up with John Brown for six dollars, but never would have spent sixty-one on him. Should I be able to get my money back and only spend six bucks on John Brown, or have to give back John Brown, or have to stick with the typo and lose sixty-one dollars in Fab? Heath and I are grinning with like that wicked evil grin, or at least Heath looks wicked and evil. I probably look just as ugly as normal. Uh you made the mistake. You pay for the mistake. No way. Disagree. Sixty-one dollars. It is. Oh no! You have to check your bid amounts when you do that. No, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. No, Adam. I have a I have a real life uh, comparison. Go ahead. Jamie and I are in a fantasy baseball league. This has happened maybe maybe twice, but definitely once, where somebody bid like an extra hundred dollars on someone, and the commissioner went back and gave him his money back and gave him his player, and everybody was completely fine with it. You don't want to make someone. You don't want to make someone hate their fantasy season. Like, this is being a jerk commish. Be a nice commish and let him have John Brown for $6, assuming no one else bid 7 
Well, how do you know that though? Because his bid was sixty-one. You ask. Adam, and you use the honor system. I'm, I'm just congr- congratulations on keeping your streak alive. This is five straight you've been wrong on. <laughs> Dave's right. <laughs> Jamie, can you help I me out here? I knew you'd agree with me when I saw you. Uh, I, I didn't agree with it when it happened in the baseball league. So yeah, you you can't. How do how do you know that he? This is actually the way that he meant to do it. Like he could have thought that he really needed uh, to get John Brown and. I, Moreover, I, it on. now sets a precedent where I can bid no, my max doesn't. amount on a player. No, it doesn't. And then the next day, Common hey, sense. wait a minute, I didn't mean to go 100% Common of my sense. remaining budget on somebody. Can you give it to me for six? Adam, play the music. The, I, well, have we officially regulated it's it? It's been regulated. It's been regulated. It's over. It's been regulated. Three of us on this podcast are jerks, and I am a nice guy. Denver is at Baltimore. All right, let's get going with the game. So conflicting stats of the game. Denver on the East Coast last year lost 26-16 at Buffalo, lost 51-23 at Philadelphia, lost 35-9 at Miami, lost 27-11 at Washington. They, they got blown out by double digits in all four games. Maybe didn't get blown out at Buffalo. Got blown out in the other three. Um, they were terrible. Three of the four quarterbacks they faced in those East Coast games had good games, scored 21 or more fantasy points. So it was it was a really tough trip for Denver. They weren't that good last year to begin with. The other stat is, so you wouldn't expect much from the Broncos. The other stat though is that now, I mentioned this last week and I didn't buy into it, I just mentioned it uh, for the Thursday night game, that when Baltimore didn't have Jimmy Smith they faced, in my opinion, five good quarterbacks. And I eliminated the two times they faced Andy Dalton without A.J. Green. And all five of those times, the quarterback scored 22 or more fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. Well, after last week, without Jimmy Smith, it is six for six over the last three seasons where a good quarterback has had 22 or more fantasy points. That's a very good game. Um, and five of those six have scored 25 or more fantasy points. That's a great game. So I got the I got the East Coast thing, which would say ah, avoid Denver. I got the Jimmy Smith thing, which would say Denver's pass catchers and passing games should be great. Um, give me a read on the Denver offense in this game at Baltimore. I think they take advantage of the Ravens missing C.J. Mosley, and they work the middle of the field. I think Philip Lindsay is the better running back here than uh, than Royce Freeman. I actually think here's a crazy call. This might be like. The GPP tight end of the week is Jake Butt, where he can also take advantage. He's been playing the most of any tight end in Denver. I wonder if they try and manufacture a matchup with him against those linebackers uh, in the red zone, and he comes through for a touchdown in the game. Uh, love Emmanuel Sanders. Love the matchup in the slot form against Tavon Young. Nervous about Demarius Thomas. Don't think that he'll have a, a big game because those outside corners have been playing better for Baltimore. And I'm not really ready to start Case Keenum. Oh, that was a lot. Let's take it one you by one. You asked me a very broad question. I, I did. answered it to the best of my ability. That was wonderful. Case Keenum, sit, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. No upside, sit him. I disagree about that. Go on. I just, they're terrible without Jimmy Smith and they're missing CJ Mosley. Like there's, the, we, we would have said the same, I don't want to start him. I just disagree that there's no upside. I have a hard time. This is, this game I think is the hardest one to project this week because both of these defenses in theory are very good NFL defenses. In practice so far, I, I'm not sure I believe that. We've seen the Ravens in two games. One of them doesn't really count because it was the Bills. The other one they got sliced and diced by Andy Dalton on Thursday night football. By AJ Green. By, they yes. couldn't tackle it. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd had a big game. Joe Mixon <clears throat> was just fine. Yeah. The Raiders just let Derek Carr complete like 95% of his passes and are giving up nine yards per pass attempt or something. Yeah, the Broncos. That's what the Broncos yeah. allowed, yeah. Yeah. To Carr last week. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, Bradley I Roby's that's been a problem I, for them. That's why I started with this game because I do think it's kind of, look, but you, you have better options than Case Keenum, so I won't say that. I think in a DFS standpoint, I, I wouldn't mind taking a, I'm assuming he's pretty cheap. But I'd probably sure. avoid him. You know what? In a GPP, you could. Okay, so forget him. Um, Zach Sanders. We like Lindsey better than Freeman in this game. Yes. Yep, I do. How do we rank? I'm going to give you four running backs. Please rank them: Lindsey, Freeman, Giovanni Bernard, Isaiah Crowell. Bernard, Lindsey, Crowell, Freeman. Agreed. I can't remember if I have Crowell higher than Freeman or not, but those are the bottom two guys. Okay, so Bernard and Lindsay. Geo's at the top. About. Would you start Philip Lindsay or Lamar Miller? Miller, Miller, Miller. Okay, um, Lindsay is at what a top twenty running back? I'm twenty first. He's right there. Yeah, I have nineteenth. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys have him 20, 21, and 19. How about that? So he's 20th or so. Uh, all right, then Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas? Who do you like? Sanders. I like Sanders. I, I'm not quite ready to make a definitive statement that he's going to be better every week, but, and in PPR, it might be Thomas. Upside favors Sanders. Matchup favors Sanders. Who he'll go up against on the field definitely favors Sanders. Thomas is touchdown dependent. But he, well, I mean, he is getting, he did get more targets than Sanders. That's great. If he, he gets twice as many targets, then he has more upside than Sanders. What was his receiving average last week? Wasn't it? It was more, really bad. It was like, it made Nelson Aguilar's week one. He had, he had five catches for 18 yards on a That's what targets. I thought it was. Oh, it was awful. But <laughs> over, over their career, I think Thomas has had a better receiving average. Yes. But. Over the course of their career, perhaps that's the case. But in the here and now, I, I just think Sanders is far more electric. Uh, are, are you confident starting either one? Sanders. They're low end number two, high end number threes. All right. Moving on to the Ravens. We're not starting Joe Flacco. Um, Alex Collins or Philip Lindsay? Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. Wow. All right. Alex Collins or Royce Freeman? Collins. Collins, but I, I don't really love it. Now yeah, look, Denver, Denver's Run defense has been pretty good. They're allowing 3.8 yards per carry to running back, so it's not a great matchup for Collins. Maybe we buy low next week. Uh, which Baltimore wide receiver do you like better? Brown. Brown. Yep. And do you like him better than either Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders? No. I might take the chance on him over Thomas in a non-PPR. So I guess that means we're sitting our Ravens this week. Um, yeah, a lot of people can't sit Collins, but... Yeah, I'd flex Collins, and I think you can flex Buck Allen in PPR. Oh, yeah, I should have. I'm sorry for not mentioning Buck Allen. Would you start Buck Allen over any of the running backs in Thursday night's game? In, I, I only am talking about him in PPR. Okay. So, uh, in, over Duke Johnson at yeah. this point, for yeah, sure. I, I, I think he's right there with the Jets. Yeah, they're all, I think Powell's a little bit safer in PPR, but he's probably there with Crowell. I, okay. I think Crowell has, uh, the revenge game factor, though. Oh yeah, gotta love those revenge games. I do. Oh yeah, and and you know you gotta love Tommy John, and you may know Tommy John as the creators of the most comfortable underwear on the planet for men and women. But little did you know they've been working on revolutionizing comfort for men's dress shirts. So after six years and two hundred different wear-tested prototypes, and they really put a lot into this, Tommy John has perfected the stay tucked dress shirt. It's truly unlike anything you guys have ever ever experienced. Now remember, with the underwear, they have the no wedgie guarantee. With the shirts, they're going to stay tucked in. They basically have used their technology and their testing to make sure that those shirts are going to stay tucked in. They have the Invisigrip snap technology, so you won't have to deal with any billowing or bunching. Just awesome stuff. And if you go to TommyJohn.com slash FFT and just peruse, just browse on there, really, really nice shirts, nice underwear, men's and women's stuff. Uh, it's, it's just a great website. You can save 20 bucks on your first order. Really, really comfortable, by the way. It, uh, the underwear is amazing. TommyJohn.com slash FFT. Save 20% on your first order. You're also going to get free shipping and free returns on all dress shirt purchases. So that is TommyJohn.com slash FFT. Please give it a shot, guys. Free returns on all dress shirt purchases, free shipping, and 20% off your first order at TommyJohn slash FFT. All right, let's see what we got next. We got San Francisco at Kansas City. I'm going to make a bonanza rule. And I'm not saying that this is it, because I will decide tomorrow. I'm allowed to use the same team twice in a row, but not three times in a row. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's my rule. I don't think that's a rule you should have to stick with at all. It, it won't be a hard rule to follow with the Chiefs. You're not going to use them next week. Who they? Oh, they on a bye? No, they're not on no. a bye until like week 11. Who are they playing next week? At Denver. Oh, Bonanza. But don't worry, the week after that, they've got Jacksonville at home. Uh, oh, okay. Don't worry, but after that, they're at New England. Uh, Bonanza. Uh, Alright, San Francisco at Kansas City. In their last eight games, dating back to... Oh, okay, I know what the stat is now. I wrote it wrong. Let's look at the San Francisco run defense. Last week, the Detroit running backs became the first group of running backs, team running backs, to average more than 3.7 yards per carry going back to last year in the last eight games for the Niners. They had a very good run defense. So I know we love Mahomes in the passing game. Do we love Kareem Hunt this week? You have to start him on the hope that he picks up some of the numbers that Kansas City puts up 
just like he did last week, he caught the touchdown pass from Mahomes, and eventually he's going to break out as a runner. There is a part of me that wonders when a team will come along and just say, okay, our our front four, all they're going to be assigned all game long is to either stop the run or attack Mahomes based on if it's a run or a pass. And everybody else on defense is going to defend against the pass. Like a, a defense is going to come along that can do it. And I wonder if the 49ers think they've got the guys to do that. I'm curious to see how they deploy their defense this week. Here are a list of running backs I would start over Kareem Hunt and PPR. Lamar Miller, James White, Tevin Coleman, Giovanni Bernard, Corey Clement, if Jay Ajayi's out, Chris Thompson. That's it's easier. It's easier to say those names in PPR because Hunt's just not nearly as much involved in the passing game. Yeah. Or has to be as involved. Well, what's interesting is the Chiefs, or the Niners rather, they've been very bad against running backs in the passing game. They've allowed three running backs to have 47 to 55 receiving yards. Uh, two running backs, sorry. Dalvin Cook and Theo Riddick. Theo Riddick, I guess, I understand, but Dalvin Cook, that was surprising. Uh, Dalvin Cook, like, if you look at his career so far, he's been pretty much a monster in the passing game, right? No. Mm, no. He has a hundred and, he already has over a hundred yards receiving this year? I, I would call him a monster. This year, well, not based on last year. He had, but okay, Hunt so was only a monster. one of his games had, he had 70 yards last year. So Hunt. he has over 50 yards receiving in half of his game. What does he have so far this year? 107 so far. Well, okay, fine. But Hunt was a monster last year. Do you think it's realistic that he gets back into that role this week? Do you no. like Kareem Hunt this week? <laughs> You're starting him, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say if you picked up Giovanni Bernard or Tevin Coleman, and I agree with you on Thompson and PPR, uh, there is, Room to bench him. Now, most people don't have the, you know what, to do it, but, you know, I, I, I think if you're being realistic and looking at it, he just hasn't been the, the guy that he was a year ago. And, and this goes back to our preseason conversations, you know, just there, there's a change in how the offense is operating and he's not benefiting from it. Who's a better flex, Kareem Hunt or Sammy Watkins? Hunt. Hunt, easily. How much do he's you not, like? He's not, he's not fall off the map guy. I mean, he, you yeah. know, it's not like what's happening to him is not as bad as what's happening to David Johnson, for example. Well, how much do you like Sammy Watkins this week? I have a feeling that he can find the end. He's like the one guy on the Chiefs that hasn't scored. So he's kind of like the the argument's stupid, but it's kind of like he's due. And Andy Reid typically rewards those players that, you know. I think he rewarded him last game. week. Yeah. He had the quietest 100-yard game you'll ever have. Well, 131 total yards. So, it's, I mean, they gave him plenty of opportunities to find the end zone. Watkins he's or Al- number three receiver. Watkins or Alex Collins? Watkins. Watkins in PPR. Watkins and PPR for sure. I'd do Watkins and both. Um, I'll do Collins and none. Uh, Watkins or a San Francisco wide receiver. You're starting Tyreek Hill. You're starting Travis Kelsey. You're starting Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the number one quarterback for Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Do not start anyone over Patrick Mahomes. There's now, the kiss of death. Yeah, uh, totally. Now let's go to uh, San Francisco. Watkins or a, or a Niners wide receiver? Watkins. Yep. What if Goodwin plays? Still, he's not going to be 100%. I will probably rank Goodwin ahead of. Him I think I would too. Plays, yeah, it's, they'll be right in the same range. So, like, they have a terrible defense. Who's gonna start? Who Who are you gonna start on San Francisco against this bad you, Chiefs defense? You You can't trust any of them. But I mean, Garcon and Pettis are certainly in play if Goodwin is out, and then George Kittle and Brita. I think Kittle's pretty close to a must play. Yeah. Now. Oh, great. And Brita is too. I agree. Yep. What about Garoppolo versus Carson Wentz? I'm going Garoppolo. Garoppolo. For sure. Uh, he's in my top 12 this week. Just look at the numbers that quarterbacks have been getting against the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, they ha- now they've been throwing throw. 111 pass attempts in two games. They are forced to throw. It's a great point. Um, Garoppolo, like if Garoppolo throws 30 passes and averages, averages what Rivers and Roethlisberger average per attempt, he would score 21 fantasy points. Um on 30 passes. If he throws 40, then we got a big game here. So let's hope, let's hope it gets up there. Uh, Garoppolo has thrown, t- uh, 26, uh, oh, 33 and 26 pass attempts in two games. Alright, so look, we don't hate Garoppolo by any means, but we don't love him. He's 10th, right around 10th for, uh, for the three guys. Uh, I think that pretty much does it. We can compare George Kittle to, like, George Kittle or, um, Evan Ingram. Kittle. I'll take Ingram. Uh, I'll take Kittle. Kittle or a Colts tight end? Kittle. Kittle. Okay. We like Kittle. Uh, let's move on to Oakland at Miami. Stat of the game. Three wide receivers with eight or more targets against Miami so far this year. And Corey Davis had six catches for 62 yards. Quincy Anunwa had seven for 92. Terrell Pryor had four for 84. Oh, did he only have four targets in that game? 
Um, well, anyway, Miami's been good, but not amazing against wide receivers. What do you think about Amari Cooper this week? I, I tend to disagree with you. I think they've been pretty good against receivers. They haven't given up a touchdown to a wide receiver? And uh, right. they're, they're top, last their right? three cornerbacks have yet to allow a touchdown according to Sports Info Solutions. Right. Somebody scored last week, right? Did Pryor score last week? Uh, no. Or was that none week of them one? scored. I don't think they scored. Pry- no, Pryor they- had eight targets. Right. So it was three guys with eight targets. Two of them had 84 or more yards. Yeah. No receivers had more than 10 fantasy points against me. I mean, you know me. I've been saying how good the secondary is for the start of the season, you know, with Xavier Howard and, and the safeties. Now, Rashad well, Jones, if he's out, that could be bad, but uh, the guys playing opposite him, uh, Lippitt and Minka. no, Lippitt's gone. It's Bobby McCain, oh, and sorry. it's it's Minka Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick. In the slot. He's been yeah. great. Who apparently wants to trademark. Yes, Fitzpatrick. he did. I think he, he did, did but he said he'll let Ryan Fitzpatrick borrow it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if he'll let Larry Fitzgerald borrow it. <laughs> He's not magic anymore. No. Uh, yeah, it's a great secondary, and you know they're. Uh, it's surprising they only have three sacks, and they got them all last week. So they haven't exactly been getting a ton of, uh, uh, sacks. They've been getting pressure on the quarterback, but, um, it, it's, it's the inside guys that have success against them. It's not outside guys. And so they moved Cooper around last week as they did in week one. They just featured him. They threw the ball at him. Like it's not rocket science. John you're, Gruden actually got something right for a change, but that's what you have to hope for when you start Amari. You're Cooper. probably starting Amari Cooper if you have start three wide receivers or if you have a flex. Well, you're the low guy, Heath, on Amari Cooper. I thought the Cooper rankings were very interesting. I'll try to look at the updated ones. Oh, they've updated a little bit. So now Heath has him 31st. Dave and Jamie have him 25th. And in PPR, 23rd for Jamie, 22nd for Dave, 29th for Cooper. So I guess it's the same you're not, you're not buying what you saw last week. I think it's possible. I've got him for eight targets. Like, I just think this is a terrible spot for the Raiders. Second consecutive road game traveling across the country against a defense that's a lot better than I thought it was. I just think with what we saw from them in this game last week is going to be kind of the norm. Get the ball out quick, short targets. He's not going to have a lot of big plays down the field, but he's going to Quincy and Nunwa his way to some good numbers. <laughs> Are we sitting Derek Carr? Yeah, they've they've gone, I think, now seven or eight games in a row with not allowing multiple touchdowns to quarterbacks. The Dolphins? Yes. Wow. I thought you were saying Carr's gone seven or eight games without multiple <laughs> touchdowns. That sounds about right, too. I mean, he has 591 passing yards in two games, and those two games were the Rams and the Broncos. So, He's completing 80% of his passes, too. Yeah. I mean, kind of, it's just like maybe Amari Cooper's going to be like a slot receiver who catches a lot of balls and is really good in PPR. You know the Patriots play that bend-but-don't-break defense? Everybody's doing that now. The, the Raiders are kind of playing the move-but-don't-score offense. <laughs> <laughs> starter sit Jared Cook. I'm starting him. I think he's good enough to be a starter. Like, that's a... He he finds a way to get open. It's just up to Carr to find him. There were a couple of plays last week where Carr didn't see him open. And He's, uh, he's making and one read. That's part of the problem. He's yeah. making one read. Not every time, but well, most of the time. I mean, time, if he's he holding the ball as, as quickly as he is, he's not scanning the field. Cooker. Uh, look, yeah, go ahead. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's not going to be four for 49 most weeks, but that's probably closer to what his stat line is than what we saw in week one. Cook or Kittle? So I would, I would send him. Kittle, easy. Kittle is more upset. Kittle, easy. Cook or Najoku? Cook. Uh, Cook, PPR, Najoku, non-PPR. Okay. I have, uh, Najoku over Cook. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Good start, great start, bad start. I think he'll continue to do what he's been doing. I think he can find the end zone again. Scored twice on the Dolphins last year. Uh, Dolphins have given up 13 fantasy points to a running back each of its first two games. That's the Tennessee duo, and that's the Jets duo. So not exactly a who's who of running backs here. But those are both teams that have the duos, and the one that scored the fantasy points is the pass-catching back. Yes, good point. I don't know I, if the pass-catching back plays enough for the Raiders to, well, to be that did, much did of a week one. He did in week one, but, he, but not in week but he had 16 because the score was different. Score could be the same here too. I don't think this is a Dolphins blowout. Oh, agree. No, I, I think Lynch is a, is a is a. I don't want to say safe. He's a number two running back, but yes. if he doesn't score, you're going to be in trouble. He's a flex for me. Uh, Marshawn Lynch or Royce Freeman. Lynch. Lynch. Marshawn Lynch or Alfred Morris. Lynch. Lynch. Lynch These are easy ones. Lynch or I'll, Brita. Take I'll take Alf and non PPR. Uh, Ooh. Lynch or wow. Lynch or Brita. Yeah, I would actually think Alf and PPR because he's been more involved in the passing game than I was expecting. He caught two passes. That's more than Lynch does. Lynch has, Lynch two, has, two, has two passes. Oh, he's caught two passes these games. All right, Lynch or Brita? Brita. Brita easily. Yes. Lynch or Drake? Drake easily. Yeah. Uh but you're the low guy on Drake, Heath. I thought he I thought he was surprisingly low for you. 19th. I've got him in the top 24 running backs. Uh, 19th, and Dave and Jamie have him top 13. 
It's probably not a huge difference, you know. It's just it looks kind of different, but all right, start Drake. Uh any wide receivers for the Dolphins? No. Nah. Stills is the best one, but number three receiver. Do you know that he's fourth on the Dolphins in targets? Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. I actually gave Adam some props for his does Ryan Tannehill just not like Kenny Stills? <laughs> It kind of I don't seems think like that's what I said. But. Or is it just Ryan Tannehill is just spreading the ball around, doing what a lot of teams are doing now? I think he really like, is. If if you need to flex Kenny Stills, I don't think you should throw up about it. All right, last question on this game: Stills or Lynch? I think Stills and PPR is still the better way to go. I, certainly, there's upside that favors them. And if you do look at the receiver, for whatever it's worth, the receivers that have done the best against the Raiders, whose secondary is actually playing better than you'd think considering they don't have much of a pass rush. It's been speedy receivers, and Stills is the speediest of the Dolphins receivers. I'd definitely rather start Stills in PPR. I'm the low guy on Lynch, but I'd start him in none. Uh, Jakeem Grant would make more laps around Kenny Stills. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a fair point. And he has more targets. Maybe Jakeem Grant is a sneaky sleeper this week. Miami DST is number 11 for Jamie, number 2. Well, I, the, the rankings are updated. They're, they're like around 10th. They're not a bad play if you need to stream a DST. Dolphins. All right, Giants are at the Texans in this game. Um, stat of the game. Last year, Houston – I really think this is a team that's very good against pass-catching running backs. James White in week one, he had 38 yards and a touchdown, but he had nine targets, so it's not amazing production. Last year, they allowed the fourth-fewest receiving yards to opposing running backs and only three receiving touchdowns to running backs, none after week five. And last week, Deion Lewis had one catch for one yard on one target. Yeah, that was dumb. So do you like Saquon Barkley this week, or do you love Saquon Barkley this week? I love Saquon Barkley, but I hadn't heard that particular stat. I still don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. They're going to continue to find ways to get him the football. Kudos to them. Kudos, Adam, for giving him as many catches as they did last week. Which they That's never so want to smart. do. They never want to do again, by like, the way. Take, take note, Arizona. No, but they never want to give him, he had, what, 14 catches or something? Yeah, yeah. He won't have 14 again this season. But I bet he'll have a lot with seven, eight, nine, and that's not to say seven hundred eighty-nine catches. Why is why is seven six or of, eight or nine? Why is six afraid of seven, Dave? Because seven, eight, nine. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Is Barkley kind of like in the Kareem Hunt mode, where if you have Geo, if you have Tevin Coleman, you sit Barkley, or no, no chance you sit Barkley? I'm not sitting Barkley. No way. I would. For those two? Yeah, they're in better situations. They definitely are. Um, Odell Beckham, you guys have like around twelfth. And Heath does have him sixth in PPR. So everybody's going to start Beckham. So far, the Texans have been pretty damn good against wide receivers. Uh, nobody's sitting Beckham, though. But maybe not a DFS guy. Evan Ingram, start or sit? I don't want to start him, but it tight end's awful. You know, why don't you want to start him after what you saw last week? The nice garbage time touchdown. Little extra work never hurt anybody. They're gonna Texans be they're gonna be trailing. I, he's that's got for one sure. game with one point and one game <laughs> with twelve points. So it's gonna be somewhere between those. I feel like his upside keeps him in the top twelve. Yeah, we already said you can start Kittle over him. Dave does have Ingram over Kittle. Uh, the other guys do not. And uh, Najoku or Ingram? Ingram. 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 Okay. Going to the Texans. So like the Giants' defense actually been solid this year. Uh, I do worry mm-hmm. about them with all the injuries, though. Mm-hmm. Is this a huge game for the Texans, or just like a solid game, or what? I think they explode. And this I is like when Randy Savage game. and Hulk Hogan met at WrestleMania, and the Mega a, Powers exploded. An okay game. <laughs> Where's their pass? They have, I said it already. One sack through two games, and two of their best pass rushers are hurt. So Deshaun Watson or Fitzpatrick? I'll go Watson. Yeah, I think Watson can have a 30-point game. I'll go Watson. Game. Jamie, I think go ahead. Magic can have say? a 30-point game, too. I'll just take Watson. I interrupted Jamie. Yes, Watson. Uh, I think you were going to say, Jamie, what's your take? Like, like Lamar Miller, is he a must-start? Hopkins is easy. I really like Will Fuller this week. Yep. Uh, he, had, he had nine targets last week. That was great. And Deshaun Watson only threw 32 passes. Uh, I, I believe every, it's a career-high receptions for a Fuller, too. Eight catches, 113 mm-hmm. yards. He needs How many times has Deshaun Watson thrown more than 32 passes? Like um, in his career. Not many. That feels pretty close to the ceiling for me this week. But I don't think he has to based on what we've seen from him. I mean, look, at, for what it's worth, every time Watson and Fuller have been on the field together, there's been a lot of production from both oh, yeah. those guys. 
So, uh, from it, Hopkins it, too. It, it's, it's worth buying into this offense for sure for this week. Um, I think Janoris Jenkins is going to make life tough on one of those two receivers. You know, um, he's, he's still a very good corner, but they can avoid him and move those guys around. So you're starting both receivers. Uh, yeah, Watson's a great start this week. And, and, and Miller is just, he, he, he'll be fine. You're starting him. He just, as he always is, just not exciting. Also, the Giants are an early candidate for a team that is the worst against mobile quarterbacks. Dak Prescott just ran for a career you could just high. Stop the team that is the worst. <laughs> career? No, I mean, they actually have decent pieces on defense, but 45 yards for Prescott, 40 yards or something like that for Bortle rush, for Bortles rushing, and Prescott, or, and Watson gives you 40 yards every game, so. If I recall, they used to be good at that. I don't know. I think he'll have 40 But yards. they changed schemes, and now it's, yeah. and now it's bad. Do you have the numbers on Deshaun? Did you look it up? For career high and past attempts. Oh, he's going 34 is his career high. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if he'll get to 34. I don't think he has to this week. No, I I think it's kind of a low volume passing game. Uh Lamar Miller or Alex Collins? Miller. Miller. Yeah. Lamar yeah. Miller or Saquon Barkley? Or Saquon. Barkley. Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay. I'll I'll try to speed it up. What are the uh tough calls in this game? Uh you can't start Peyton Barber. Well, I mean, you could. You, you, you're just gonna regret it. I mean, he's probably. not not involved in the passing game in a game that has the ability to just be a shootout. So, seventy points, probably. <laughs> no, I mean, is Peyton Barber gonna score seventy <laughs> fantasy points this year? Ah, uh, this year? <laughs> Man, that's hard to say. This is one of the reasons why Fitzpatrick has been great, by the way, because Ronald Jones sucked early. Peyton Barber sucks now, and they don't have anything close to resembling a run game. Which quarterback do you like better? Ben. 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 Don't Ben me. me. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Here's your stat of the game. Ben Roethlisberger did not score more than 21 fantasy points in any road game last year. Six point per passing touchdown. And he faced four teams that were among the nine worst in fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. So he had four great matchups, did not score more than 21 points in any of those games. He's, this, he's on the road. Yeah, I, I, Hate using that narrative as a reason to not trust Roethlisberger. Me too. Because the matchup is still very good. His receivers are should explode. Antonio Brown, if he has another bad game, who knows what he'll tweet? I, <laughs> I just I can't help but feel like this all sets up for Roethlisberger to have one of those rare mega games on the road for him. I know it's weird. I, I always envision him having that game, and it just so so rarely happens. But all right, somebody you- asked me though: Is the weather supposed to be bad Monday night? I haven't checked. I don't know. You want me to take a peek? Sorry, I got it. Yeah, take a, yeah, one of you take a peek. Uh, James Connors, top five in non-PPR, top seven in PPR. I think the other tough calls are Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson and Chris Godwin. First of all, who do you like better? Secondly, how much do you like them? Jackson better, but not by much. Um, and I like them both as, at the very worst, as top 30 receivers this week. Uh, the weather's supposed to stop raining on Sunday night, so. I'll take Godwin and PPR, but they're both just flexes for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love Deshaun. I'll take him as the number two receiver. Ride this hot hand. Uh, would you just, start, would you start? I know, I know what you're saying. It, he's had nine targets in two games. He's caught yeah. them all. I for know. 275 the, yards. <laughs> Look, it's some, it, this is the thing. If, if he slows down, Fitzpatrick's gonna slow down a little bit, but it's, it, it's hard to get away from what this has been. So, uh, as long as you're just not saying, you're, like, this isn't a scenario for me, like, I, I'm looking at Giovanni Bernard's workload, Tevin Coleman's workload. And for me, that's, I buy into that over what I've seen from David Johnson and Kareem Hunt. So I could start those guys over those two other running backs. In this case, workload matters. And so while Deshaun's having these big performances, I'm not getting cute with him over Beckham, who's been, you know, struggling or, uh, Keenan Allen who has a tough matchup. Like, I'm not going to do that. But I, I think you have to look at Deshaun Jackson as if you're comparing him to Demaris Thomas at this point, while the targets certainly favor Thomas, the matchup and situation favors Deshaun Jackson. That for me is easy to buy into. There are we could we could spend two minutes going through Deshaun Jackson or questions. Yeah, so and, let's do a few. And, so why don't you I go ahead? Probably and be you're going to go the against the other him. guy every time. Why don't you name me? Deshaun why don't Jackson you name right? Adam? We'll get to you in a second. What, Heath, can you give Adam, me Adam? Adam, three earmuffs, three wide earmuffs, receivers. Earmuffs, <laughs> earmuffs, Adam. Three wide receivers that Deshaun Jackson would start over for you. You're taking Jackson over these guys. We just said Godwin and PPR. So uh, sure, Brandon so Marshall. Okay, that's. Uh, Michael Crabtree. Okay. Um, any Jaguar besides Keelan Cole? This was a bad idea. Adam, who do you have? <laughs> Matt Breida or a Tampa Bay wide receiver not named Mike Evans. 
Matt Rita all day long. Yeah. I, I think I'd go Breida too. Of course. Um, how about Will Fuller? I'll take Fuller. Give me Fuller. Yeah. How about Alex Collins? Jackson. Collins. Uh, Jackson and PPR. Jackson and any more upside. Jackson for both for me. OJ Howard, start or sit? Uh, sit. But, I mean, for the love of God, Todd Monken and Tampa Bay, <laughs> just give the guy seven, eight targets a game. Let's see what this looks like. Well, then that'll kill Deshaun Jackson. And Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'd rather have Howard than Jackson. Uh, all right. Well, hey, look, Howard's 64% owned. Just in case they realize we need to start featuring him, you might want to stash Jordan Howard – or O.J. Howard, rather, 64% owned. You can stash Jordan You can Howard stash too. Jordan Howard for sure. Tennessee's at Jacksonville. we got two games left. Stat of the game number one. Jacksonville native Bob Hayes is the only man to win an Olympic gold medal and a Super Bowl ring. That is according to visitjacksonville.com. Thank you again, visitjacksonville.com, for the fun facts. Stat of the game number two. I mean, you just call Pete Prisco. Tennessee, I could. Tennessee you allows. Tell you all these things off the top of his head. Tennessee allows the uh, the third highest passing yards per attempt in the NFL. They haven't seen a lot of attempts, but they have not been very good against them. So, any interest in Blake Bortles? Yes, as long as Fournette doesn't play. I think even if Fournette does play, you know, he scored 20 or more fantasy points in six of his last eight games going back to last year. And I buy into if they're going to be, if they want to be the team that they're capable of being, they have to be more aggressive throwing the ball. And I think that they're going to do that because Fournette's not going to be 100% if he plays. And so this is an opportunity for them to let him continue to play a little bit more open, a little bit more free. And I think the receiving core as a whole is better than he's ever had before. And uh what do we think about the receiving core for the Jacksonville Jaguars? I love the matchup for Keelan Cole, who has started to break away from the slot and play on the outside more. Uh Starting Titans, outside cornerbacks, Adoree Jackson, Malcolm Butler. So far this season, 21 catches on 33 targets allowed for 347 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. Per Sports Info Solutions. And Keelan Cole should be able to cash in on that. It's just a matter of, uh, it's, it's what Jamie said. And, and I think, I think I tend to agree with it, which is, do they, do they want to try and get Leonard Fournette going or do they want to try and keep Blake Bortles hot? But they could do which both. Is what they're doing. They could and, do And that's both. what they did at the end of last season. You know, as they went into the playoffs, it was Bortles and then the run game was still supporting it. So I, I think they could still get, you could still get great numbers out of Fournette, but, with the way Bortles looks right now, he's not a must-start guy by any stretch. Like this, it's just I'm thinking more for like daily uh, on Bortles. Sure, but I would start Bortles over Carson Wentz. I, I, I would think there's, there's a little I bit more too. upside with him. I'd start him over Russell Wilson. I'd start him over um, Philip Rivers. I'd take uh, Wilson yep. over him. But I, I wonder how much run Fournette is really going to get in this game. Because do they really need him? Well, what do we do with the running backs? Let's talk about that. Fournette plays, you start him. There, there's no other guy in, in Jacksonville you're playing over Fournette. Maybe he will be the second running back in the last, uh, was it 10 games? 15 games, I think, to get more than 73 yards rushing against. Yeah. Uh, so it's been 15 games dating back to last season. Only one running back has more than 73 rushing yards against the Titans, and that was Todd Gurley. However, their run defense is not as good this year. They lost Carl Klug and Sylvester Williams. They lost linebacker Avery Williamson, and so far they are giving up uh, well over four yards per carry. The Dolphins ran the ball against them well. They just didn't score. Yeah, and Drake... Drake had 14 for 48. Gore had 9 for 61. Lamar Miller had 14 for 68. So he almost got to that 73-yard mark. We just uh, need a little bit more workload. Uh, the there, is there any Titan that you want to start? I'm good with Deion Lewis. Are you are you thrown what? off a little bit by last week? Uh, with him. They, they, were, they were thrown off. The Texans were thrown off. I mean, you know, they 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 kudos to that coaching staff and how they managed that game to get the win without uh without Mariota. But it looks like Mariota is not going to play again. I don't want to trust these guys. Hopefully, Lawan plays. It sounds like he's trending in the right direction. I don't know about Conklin yet. Did he play last week? No, I don't think. I think so. Conklin. I don't still out. think he. Did. Um, no, he didn't because we were so excited about the Texans' defense without uh, the tackles. I just think that this offense is is not trustworthy. I think Lewis is a good flex option. You know, if you still want to stick with Henry with 18 carries, last week was the first time Henry had more than 14 carries in a game and did not get double digits oh, in fantasy no. points. So the streak is broken. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it, it, it's it's kind of game flow. You know, Henry's so dependent on if they're playing with the league, which is what we saw last week. So you can't trust him, and, and I just think that Lewis is his upside is capped. All right, uh, last question. Would you start Blaine Gabbert or Kevin Byard at quarterback? <laughs> LOL. All right, we got a bold Revenge prediction. Revenge game for Gabbert. 
We got a bold Josh Allen and Gabbert. prediction here for New England at Detroit. I think. Uh, it, it sh- we talked about it sort of off the air before the show. Let's throw it out there. What are we thinking that's going to happen in this game that hasn't happened yet? The rookies. I think they may both be unleashed. Carry on Johnson and Sony Michelle. These are two of the worst run defenses in the league. Definitely the one worst. One of them will Detroit. be blowing out the other. <laughs> yeah, but Johnson got five catches last week, so hopefully that. Was that because Riddick got hurt and they just needed somebody to fill that role? I, I just think they need to try to establish the run early and, and use Carry on Johnson as a result. I, You're, you can't start Carry on Johnson with any semblance of confidence, but hopefully what we saw last week is the turning of the page a little bit. Might be a good time to make a trade offer for Sony Michelle or Carry on Johnson. Yes, I buy agree. low right now. I think Carry on Johnson is a, is a much more likely candidate because Burkhead, Burkhead's still there. I mean, Burkhead's a good player, but Blunt isn't. <laughs> Like, that's my And James White is still there too. Yeah, but so is Theoretic. I mean, but, but White at least gets four or five carries a game. Riddick doesn't really get any. Yeah, like, like, I would, would still, if, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, who would you rather have rest of season? Carry on Johnson or Sony Michelle? I was about to say I would take Michelle. I'll but, still take Carry on Johnson. Better team and, uh, more, he's got more playmaking ability than Johnson, I think. Less talented mouse defeat in Detroit. There are more talented mouse defeat in that. New England backfield. Heath, break the tie. I'll take Sony. Okay. That sounded very confident. Heath's no, side. it's not confident at all. <laughs> Somebody suggested sell high or Heath sigh as that a new segment. Um, all right. So are you starting any running back in this game? Well, James White and PPR, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like James White over Deion Lewis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would you start James White over Leonard Fournette in PPR? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm there yet. Would you start, I don't know if I'll ever be there. Would you start James White over Kareem Hunt in PPR? No. Yes, yes for Heath. No. Okay, okay. Emphatic yes. What about the, what about Burkhead, Michelle, Johnson? We just like let's just see if we can see what happens this week and try to avoid them. I think so. Uh, how much playing time is Rex going to get if it's not a competitive game? I, well, like that's the argument for Sony, if you ask me. Well, it depends on what you mean by competitive. Are they ahead? Because he could still be a guy that they're leaning on in that regard. Uh, you know, last week they started using Michelle. They got down by 18 points. No, they, they, the second series of the game was all Sony and it lasted three plays and they were done. But they're, they're, I think they're trying to use Sony a little more to try and get him used to the NFL. Like this is your time to right, which get used to things. This and could be a game. Twenty-five snaps. Or this could be a game where he 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 does have an opportunity. I I just I mean, look, Burkhead is just not inspiring anything right now. Okay, yeah, he's not. However, this is the best matchup we'll have all year. So, like, I know I have a league where I just hate my running backs. I I can actually try to give uh, an example if that would help. Um, That's funny. I have a league where I hate my co-owner. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can. Just try to be helpful. Oh, did you get Wentz? No, he we didn't. didn't. Place a bid. He went for a zero dollar bid. Adam didn't place a bid for what? Him. Neither did Heath. I was what? trying to be. A, I was trying to be a nice, friendly co-owner. I didn't want to do something that you didn't want. I'm sorry. So who could you have dropped to get him? Would have had to be Chris Godwin, probably. Well, oh, I don't know if you made the right call. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but we don't even start Chris Godwin. Yeah, I have Lashawn McCoy. Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler or Rex Burkhead in PPR. That's what it's going to come down to for me. Eckler. Eckler. Dave? I think I have Burkhead higher, but I don't know if I can even justify it. All right, which wide receivers are we starting in this game? This is one that I've really been struggling with, and I somebody needs to give me a reason to move Chris Hogan way up in my rankings because I am – Missing something and like 30 spots lower than everybody else in the industry. No Darius Slay potentially and that defense stinks. So I, I, I just look at his touchdown potential. I hope the targets stay there. To me, it's, it's contingent on Josh Gordon. Gordon plays. He's ranked too high. If Gordon doesn't play, then I think he's in a good spot. Could he get open because where is Gordon's he? on the field? Where, where is Hogan, by he's the way? He's just outside my top 24, like in the top 30. And I think the consensus ranking on fantasy pros is like 23rd. And I just like, you're chasing points. He's got he's got five targets in each of the first two games, and that's without Josh Gordon. Do you and think... that's one game where the Patriots were kind of behind on the scoreboard. That's what they were against Jacksonville. All right, we're gonna finish and up here. The targets so, were low. Do you think that there are three Lions wide receivers that you're ranking ahead of Chris Hogan? Oh, one hundred percent. Two for me. 
Who's the? I'll, t- I'll take him over Jones. No, I'll take Jones over Hogan. Wow. All right. They're trying to get him going. There's uh, a game they're going to play from behind. Well, I mean, they've been behind in two games. Stat of the like, game. And they've been trying. Here's the one. Eventually, he's, he's, now, he's now gone 13 games with Kenny Galladay on the field and only once over four catches. He's 30 seconds left. Wrap it up. Philip Dorsett has more targets, more receptions, and I believe more receiving yards the first two weeks than Chris Hogan does. Here's your stat of the game. There have been five wide receivers to score seven or more fantasy points against the Patriots. Last week, three of them scored nine or more fantasy points in non-PPR. Four of those wide receivers had eight to 11 targets. Uh, so, yeah, they've just been terrible against wide receivers. You can start all of the Lions guys, and that is it. Patriots DST is okay outside the top 12, just okay. Um, all right, that's it. We're out of here. Theo Riddick, more, uh, over under five and a half catches. Wait, I got it. Say it. Just say the the answer. answer. Um, gotta go back. Dave, he, Riddick, five and a half catches. Uh, I will take the under on that. Okay. Bye everybody. We'll talk to you on Friday with a recap of the Thursday night game. Na, 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 na. Yeah.